Hey everybody, it's Justin here with B2B Vault, the payment technology podcast with your host, Alan Kopelman. We're providing educational information about business payments, fintech or financial technology, DeFi or decentralized finance, and the technologies businesses need in today's world. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to get an ATM in your business. Here you go, Alan. Take it over, bud. Hey, thank you, Justin. ATMs, this is like one of my favorite subjects. So I always enjoy talking about the ATM business. And we get a lot of inquiries from business owners about how do I get an ATM in my business? So let's get into it. So basically, there's two paths to the ATM business. Path one, the business buys the ATM and then they load the money themselves. And path two is manage ATM services, which we really excel at. So we supply the ATM machine, we supply the money, we supply the armored carrier that comes to the ATM, unlocks the special lock that's on there. Uh And oh yeah, we have special locks that go on the ATM. And the ATMs are high capacity, so they hold plenty of money so that you don't have to go to the ATM every two, three days and load it up. You know, like someone's loading it themselves, they can use a smaller cash drawer in the ATM. Um, You know, also we cover insurance for the cash in the machine. And the service also includes the maintenance. So if something breaks on the machine, you know, we send out the maintenance guys and they fix it. Anything, you know, that breaks dispensers, somebody headbutts the screen. I was going to ask what breaks on an ATM. Oh man, we've had them in clubs and somebody gets mad and they bam, headbutt the screen on the ATM. (laughs) Hey, the ATM doesn't work. Then we call up, Oh, what's wrong? Oh, some guy headbutted the screen. Like, and then just the whole screen is broken. And then, you know, you know, we've been doing this ATMs long enough. So we have parts. So, you know, you know, one time that happened and we had a whole front of an ATM because another part of the ATM got damaged when this customer got frustrated. They bought a they bought a uh, bar and this ATM was in there and they didn't get the combination from the former owner. They didn't get the, um, the, the code to the keypad and the person didn't like set it back to default. Mm. So like, if I sold you an ATM, I would set the keypad to the default password Got so it. that anybody can get in there and reprogram it. Right. So they didn't know that. And then we told them like, you know, they called us like on a Friday at two o'clock in the afternoon. Like we can't just set, you know, somebody can't just go drive. There it was like four hours away in Daytona beach. So they got called a locksmith. And the locksmith came out and he thought he was a Mr. Know-it-all and he <laughs> drilled about 30 holes into the front of the ATM. Well, inside the ATM, like those drawers, it's not just like some lock you turn and there's a, like, you know, like your house lock. Yeah, right. It's not like that, dude. It's like some serious, there's like a whole thing going crisscrossing inside the ATM. You know, we should do that, like go over to show the door. But there's like a whole crisscross thing inside. So when you're closing the thing, the doors is the the locks go th- out. All these metal pieces, they're stainless steel. They go out and they lock the door in place, like on the sides, on the top, the bottom, everywhere. 
It's like a spider. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Right. It's I like a it. spider goes and that locks. Like a vault, it. like a real vault. Right. Like, like, when a, it locks. Real, right. like mm-hmm. a real vault. So it's locked up, you know. So you can't just drill a hole in there. Well, they got busted, you know, a hole inside of the ATM. He finally got the door open, but it was pretty funny. So the whole, fr- so they're like, oh, well, can you get us a new door? <laughs> How much you charge them for that? No, there was no, there's, first of all, we'd have to go find the door. From that specific for a- that specific right. ATM that somebody might have lying around. <laughs> I mean, we no, so we can't. We had to go there. Plus, they didn't have the the code to the keypad, so the whole key basically the ATM was just, just a jump. big. It was just like a big paperweight, right? Say a big paperweight. So it was a big paperweight, and you know we had another guy a couple years ago. He went out. We tried to sell him some brand new ATMs. He wanted to like start his own ATM route. Mm-hmm. So people do that. They'll go into the ATM business. They'll put ATMs in businesses and then they'll, you know, make it like a little business. They'll go put the money in, you know, the yeah. businesses and they go around every day putting money in the machines and then they split the surcharge with the business owner. And that works in like some low volume locations, but it's very labor, you know, labor yeah, intensive, right? right? A little dangerous as well. Yes. Very dangerous. Most of the guys wear like bulletproof vests. That are very serious about doing it. They have, they put, you know, they'll they'll like equip their car or van with a safe in it, mm. and have it bolted to the the chassis of the car, so you can't get their money, and they keep the money in the safe. It, like I've seen guys make put them under the seats, mm-hmm. in the back, camouflaged, whatever. They they figure out ways to dash box. Yeah, they'll have some of them will have two or three safes in a in a vehicle like under the back seats and um you know it's not to say you know as long you know you just got to be careful i mean you know i know a guy in uh, jacksonville florida he got shot loading atm somebody robbed him he only had a few thousand dollars on him yeah it's definitely not worth it so we don't do that we don't load atms we basically just only use the the managed atm services Right. So you know, if somebody wants so to load, car guy comes and yeah, the, the armored car. Yeah, no one's going after the armored car guy because they're two guys, and they're both got, you know, they're armed. <laughs> I heard it's way always more than two. Well, some of them like some of the truck, some of the bigger trucks. There's three guys, right, all the time. But a lot of trucks only have two people. So the you know the you know our first four wet foray. You know, our first ATM was a complete failure. We bought an ATM. We put it in a business. The business owner was supposed to load the money. The guy never loaded the money. So there was never money in the ATM. Then the guy complained, oh, I'm not making money. You're not making money because, you know, we supplied you the ATM. You got to put money in the ATM. So if there's no money in the ATM, you're not going to make money out of the ATM. So you got to be... You got to be doing it, you know, and there's a lot of good benefits to having an ATM in your business. You know, you increase foot traffic in there, um, especially today. A lot of people get paid and they get paid on a payroll card. So they want they want to come in places where they can take money off of the payroll card. Right. And then especially in a store like a convenience store where they have bill pay and things like that, or you're in an area like maybe not so close like we have a client 
that loads their own ATM, and it's like in a city outside of Jacksonville. So he's about an hour and a half outside of Jacksonville. Well, there's no bank in the town. There's well, he's going to win every right. time. Right, so it's... the guy loads the ATM. He goes through probably 40, 50 grand a week loading it into ATM. So it's a big benefit, and he's helping the community because he's providing service that, you know, because there's no local bank in the area. So, but businesses, they can increase traffic. You know, you're in a nightclub, people want to get cash. You have cash. You're in a hotel, somebody wants to get cash. So we're talking about additional services that attract people to come into your business. So one of them is Allpoint, which is a special network that a lot of banks belong to. And if you're a convenience store or a hotel that can drive traffic in because some people will be looking for an all point ATM. That that feature was that that was something that was really new to me. I I didn't know that you could use a debit card, I mean a ATM to send someone money like Western Union. Yeah, well they have MasterCard money pickup. That's crazy. So a lot of banks have that. Wells Fargo has it. And we have, you know, cardless at the ATM. So like some banks now have in their app like, oh, I want money from the ATM, and you're in some place, and you don't have your ATM card, but you have your bank app. So you can just go on your bank app, say, I need 200 bucks from the ATM. If that uh, ATM is equipped with a cardless ATM function, you scan the QR code in your bank app, or it has MasterCard money pickup on it, Right. So MasterCard money pickups for, let's say, Justin, your daughter's at college. She needs 300 bucks cash. Her car broke down. It's in the middle of nowhere. You look online. Oh, there's a MasterCard money pickup location at a convenience store nearby. She can go to the convenience store. You text her a code. They scan the code. MasterCard money pickups been around for about three or four years, maybe a little longer than they that. They do not advertise that, though, do they? No, just only the banks who have it would be advertising MasterCard money pickup. I mean, now you have Zelle and Cash App yeah, right. and stuff like that, but sometimes somebody needs actual cash. Yeah, I mean, when I need you cash, know? I need cash, right? right. I, I, yeah, so, so if you need cash, you need to, it's a lot cheaper than Western Union. It's just a couple of, it's like a dollar fifty a transaction. So somebody's going to, use a lot of people use mastercard money pickup we see it used in hotels convenience stores you know areas close to colleges because people kids need money that's how they get it you know and especially if they actually hmm. need cash cash um dynamic currency conversion is big like in in areas where there's a lot of tourists i mean obviously covid cut that down but, you know, now we're going to see more international tourism. What's so, dynamic current? What is di what's so dynamic about converting? Currency? So let's say you're traveling to the United States. You're from Japan or mm -hmm. you're from Europe. And now you come into the hotel and you need some cash. So you don't have any U.S. currency on you. So mm -hmm. the only way to go get U.S. currency is to like go into a bank or go to a currency exchange place. That's not very convenient. Right. Mm -hmm. So you can just go to the ATM, put in your ATM card from your country. It'll say, oh, do you want to convert this to euros or yen or whatever it is? And you say yes. And then you say, oh, I want five hundred dollars. And then that eighteen the, the fee for converting the currency is mm -hmm. done during the transaction. So you won't see that person. The cardholder is not going to see charges on their bank account when they get home. 
So if the ATM didn't have currency conversion, they would just get the money out, and then whatever the conversion fees were, their bank's going to smack them for that. Uh, this way, it's just done on the machine. Right. And they don't really pay for it. My daughter went to China um, a couple years ago, and before she left, we set her up you know, with a checking account or whatever. Well, she always had a checking account, but she never had her actual debit card. Right. So we had to go get her a debit card. And I checked it one time, and I think one ATM charged her $25. Right. Yeah, because it probably didn't to, have to, to get like 20 bucks. Right. It's crazy. that Yeah, because that's why um, the foreigners want to do the dynamic currency conversion so they don't have to pay those conversion fees to their bank. So her teacher ended up being the uh, dynamic currency converter, and he just had a bunch of cash. Right. So he... <laughs> He he literally created a little like a little ledger, okay. and then he came when he got when they got back stateside. You you know he went to all the parents like, hey, this is what your kid owes me, you know, blah blah blah. So that worked out better than, way better than her going to the ATM. Yeah, I don't know how the ATMs work overseas. So oh, was, she's, there was fees after fees after fees. Oh yeah, so it's it's the same thing for them. And then you know the other thing is like we have a relationship with a company called Liberty X. So you can buy um, Bitcoin on the ATM machine during, you know, if you want 20 bucks out, it'll say, oh, you want to buy some Bitcoin too? I thought you weren't a real huge fan of that. I'm not a big fan of the machines where you put cash in and then you buy oh, Bitcoin. Oh, and then it turns it into Bitcoin. Right. I'm not a big fan of that. First of all, it's labor intensive. You have to go there picking up cash all the time out of the location. So I'm not a big fan of those machines. Some of them are very expensive. So Oh, yeah, no, we did look at that. They are very expensive. Yeah, you can get into seven. I've seen those machines anywhere from five grand, seven grand, ten grand, up to 15 grand. Do ATMs still let you deposit cash into your checking account? Yeah, there's some ATMs. Now, you got to remember, there's bank-owned ATM and non-bank ATM. But there are some non-bank ATM where you can go that they you can go to the ATM machine, perform a deposit by putting in your you select deposit. Right. Then you put in your debit card, put in your PIN number, right? And then you can put cash, they'll have a bill acceptor, put cash into the machine I used and to have deposit to do that. it into your bank account. I used to have to do that with for my business account because I would never make it in time to to deposit the money in the bank. Right. But I didn't want to hold on to the checks or the cash or whatever, you know, however I got paid. Right. So at the bank they do it all the time, but there are some non-bank I, But ATMs. I was but the reason I was asking is because I've been going to I went to the bank recently and I didn't see the deposit Usually, you have to put it in an envelope and put the deposit. Yeah, and I'm, what I'm saying, like the little, you remember, like you had. Oh that yeah, thing the night just, deposit. Yeah, yeah. They, a lot of banks took those away. Interesting. But uh, but you know, and then there's cash recyclers too, which they don't work very well. But people can put making deposits and onto their debit card, and then the cash that they're putting in there gets dispensed out through the ATM. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that that's uh, a viable like solution for you know, to have in a business. It's also expensive, probably three times the cost of a regular ATM. I believe it. Now, if you had a lot of people putting cash in it, that could cut down on the cash loaders going out to supply cash for the machine. But I'm not sure that really works because, you know, 
ATMs generally dispense, let's say, 20s, or you could set it up with 20s and 10s or 20s and 50s. And if somebody, if you're just accepting deposits, people can be putting everything in 20s, 10s, 5s. Singles. Singles. So that's kind of hard to, you know, to cash recycle through through an ATM. Or somebody has to physically go there and take the money that was deposited and then put it into the dispensing side of the machine. So I'm not, you know, I'm not so hip on that, you know, that form of the ATM. But, you know, you'll see big, like I used to see these ATMs in 7-Elevens, right? You could deposit checks in there, but they have partnerships with different banks. Right. You know, and those, you know, probably, you know, the companies putting them in there have contracts and, you know, they're probably looking at the area. Like I've been noticing at bank, at, at gas stations, the ATM is actually owned by a bank. Yeah, some of them. Like at Wawa, PNC put ATMs at all the Wawa's. Yeah, well, they probably made a deal with like an ATM company, mm-hmm. like the one that we work with, and they probably make a deal with them. And then PNC is the sponsor of the ATMs. And then we've done that. We have a deal in a bank in Georgia, in a mall in Georgia. And then the sponsor is this uh, credit union. So if people from the credit union take money out, they it's get free. surcharge free, and the bank actually <clears throat> pays the surcharge. Okay. So, you know, there are arrangements. So the like bank that. might not actually own it. It's just a partnership with right. the it's ATM. It's a partnership. So, makes sense. Yeah, we've done that before. We, like, same <clears throat> thing, like at a stadium, we, we did a de- we tried to pitch a deal in the, in the stadium, in the Dolphin Stadium here, whatever it's called now. Did with, you guys try to get into the new soccer stadium? This one over here? Yeah, yeah we tried. They, they put out RFPs. It's very difficult to get in these places. They what want, what's the RFP? Uh, request oh, for for a proposal for a proposal so right right you right. know you submit them and you try to get in there but you know sometimes you know bank can offer them a lot of money because the bank will say oh yeah we want to put advertising everywhere and all that you know we try to like find you know maybe in a smaller area you know we would come in and partner with a credit union and right. say oh you know we'll supply you know the credit union will buy the atms we supply the cash so on and so forth. So, you know, you sense. have to kind of have a good partnership in order to do that. Right. Because usually the banks will get those deals, but then they'll come to a third party company and to go, have hey, you do all the work. Right. Have us do all the work and we'll make some money. But, you know, that's how that's how that's how it rolls. So, you know, businesses, you know, you got to look at at, you know, do you want to load the money or not? So we didn't get to that part yet. So how do we. Did we, did we skip over something? No. Okay. So how do ATMs communicate? So ATMs, when we first started doing ATMs, you'll laugh. We used to have to run a phone line to the ATM machine, right? Wow. And we got really ripped off. I don't want to say by who, company with three initials. And the one, the first letter is A. So we had put <laughs> ATMs in three places and, you know, we contracted with ATM and whatever to go put the phone line in so we found that after a couple months i'm like i'm paying these phone bills but then i go check on uh check the phone bill and there's no phone calls right because you can see minutes used right that's zero 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 so i go out to the business i open the atm pull off the phone line and i take a phone you know i would bring like a dial one of those princess phones i plug it in there right Mm -hmm. and then i call my cell phone and it rings, but I still see it's the number of the business. 
not the number we ordered. So then I called the phone company up. I'm like, no, I want all my money back. <laughs> Cancel all this. Boom, done. So it was a mess. Wow. I had a big fight with them to get my money back because they charged me installation at each place. And it was a pain. Now it's a breeze. You either hardwire it to the internet. So you just run it. And I always mm -hmm. tell the business, like, run a home run, you know, from your router out to the ATM. Don't be doing some stuff with some boxes up in the ceiling and all that because, you know, something happens, you know, you're not going to ever be able to go find it, right? So do a home run wire. And then the other way, which is the best way, is we just, and we just switch. We used to do 3G boxes. Now they're all 4G, 5G. Nice. So... Those boxes, we put it in the ATM, and it's much easier. Let's say something's going on at the ATM. We can reset the I can be sitting on my couch, log in, go to the what we call the RMS, remote monitoring system, reboot the ATM, reinitialize the ATM. Let's say the cash loader forgot to enter the amount of bills. We could change that remotely on the ATM. Um, they want a message on the ATM. We can change that remotely. And, um, yeah, we can do a lot of stuff remotely on the ATM, update the software in the ATM remotely. So nice. you get a lot of good services by doing that. I mean, I recommend businesses don't hardwire. You put in the wireless box. You know, you put in wireless boxes because, you know, you're going to get better service on your ATMs. You know, let's say there's a Reg E slash what we call a chargeback uh if you don't have if you're hardwired right then you have to go to the atm and pull the receipts and take pictures of them and send them to us if you're on the rms system boom our system automatically sees the reggae sees the machine is on rms pulls the, what we call the journal and processes it so you don't have to do anything mm. so that cuts down on a lot of work and you know, especially let's say you have a bunch of locations or you have a new manager. They don't need to learn anything. We don't need to call them on the phone or go to the ATM and do this and pull the receipts. Or you call us and say, oh, can you drive over and pull the receipts? <laughs> right. You know, we got to charge you a service call to come do that. So, you know, communicate like technology we talk about, you know, it's B2B Vault, the payment technology podcast. That's great technology that really helps the ATM business. We're one of the few companies that has a system like that. Mm. Real quick, just want to uh, get everybody to uh, head over to Spotify, subscribe to the channel, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, please subscribe, turn on post notifications so when we uh, upload the, the new podcast to the channel, you get notified so you can check it out. Um, you can find us on Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, Radio, Stitcher, um, everyone. I, I mean, literally, there's not one channel or DSP that you can't find us on. Um, check us out at b2bvault.info. Um, you could listen to all the past episodes there. Uh, contact us through that form there if you want to be a uh, guest on the show or if you have any questions or any hot topics that you'd like for us to talk about um, follow b2b vault on instagram facebook or twitter connect with alan on linkedin um, you can connect with me 
I'm on Twitter at JR Owings on Twitter at B2B Vault for all of the Facebooks and the uh, other social media profiles. And uh, watch for our crazy videos. Oh yeah, and TikTok. Be Alan's on TikTok, so we've been TikToking. Um, so check that out. And yeah, man, social media here we come. Back to you, Alan. All right, back to the ATM business. All right, what's next up? So what do you need to operate your own ATM? So this is like really important stuff. You know, when I'm talking to a business owner, they call me on the phone. Hey, Alan, I want to put an ATM in my store. So I would say, you know, Justin calls me on the phone. I say, Justin, you know, let me explain to you, you know, what's required. So first off, you need a electrical outlet you know, right by the ATM. You don't want to be running extension cords and stuff. <laughs> you want to make sure you have an electrical outlet right where you want to put it. You need to have an internet hardwire run over there or the wireless box. Now, I recommend wireless box. It's not that expensive. And you get a lot, you know, you, you call up customer support on the phone and they need to help you with something. Boom, they can get in there and they can, you know, fix the, any issues, you know, you need a software update, you want to add a service on, you're not going to pay for a service call. So the fee for the wireless box for the whole year is less than you would pay for one service call. Sounds about right. So it's a great, and you get things taken care of quickly. Then the next thing we discuss is you need a separate bank account and, what, and source of funds. So what that means is your bank is not going to, allow you and i've had people tell me well i just want to take the money from the cash register and stick it in the atm i'm like that's fine and dandy but your bank's probably gonna catch you and you know they're gonna say uh you know you're violating aml anti-money laundering laws by doing that and the bank's not gonna like that because they basically what they're doing is at the bank they see they can tell when you're getting a deposit from an atm machine and then they're going to check cash out. Like, do you come in the bank and get $20 bills for that ATM? And do those are those two amounts kind of close together? Got it. Right? But if you got 10 grand in and you didn't go to the bank and get any 20s, there's going to be a big red flag. They're going to send you an email. They're going to call you on the phone. And then you're not going to have. So I explain to people, listen, you need to have a separate bank account. You need you know, that's your vault cash. We call it the vault. So that's how you vault. And basically that cash is just, you know, rotating through the machine. And also for accounting purposes, it's much smarter to do that. Too. I was gonna, the way you explain it makes it so much easier just to manage in my brain. So I can imagine what it is trying to manage on paper. Right? Well, yeah. Well, if you're, your accountant will go crazy because they're going to be like, well, you got on all these deposits. Oh, well, that's not real money. We mean it's not real money. Oh, that's the vault. Well, that's why you want it in a separate account. So you don't put that account like hooked up to your QuickBooks because QuickBooks will be going, oh, yeah, Justin made $10,000 every week, right? Because you got 10 grand rolling through your ATM. That's not the truth. That's the same $10,000. You're just rotating. Right. And then you can either put your surcharge money, you know, because you own the ATM. So if you're charging a dollar, whatever, I've seen ATMs for a dollar fifty, two dollars, three dollars, you know, and then on up, you know. So you know, then you could have that money going into your account in a separate deposit, 
right? Your surcharge money. And then, you know, you just add that up at the end of the month and that's your profit. Right. You know, that surcharge money is your profit. So, you know, then you have to buy the ATM. And, you know, I always tell people, they're like, oh, how much is an ATM? So it all depends on what you need on the ATM. You know, do you need, you know, we always use electronic locks. It comes standard, you know, so then it comes down to like the cash capacity. So it's 1,000 notes, which is about 15, 16 grand fully loaded, a 2,000 note drawer, which is about 30 to $32,000 if it's full. And then you can get one with two of those. And then you get another one, the biggest one, with three drawers. So you could have an ATM if you got 30, 60, you can have 90 grand, or you could have one of them loaded with 50s. I mean, we've done, we did one machine where there's 10s, 20s, and 50s in it. Sheesh. Yeah. So a lot. And then, you know, how are you going to, where are you going to place the ATM? You know, um, I have somebody now, they're redesigning a nightclub. So I'm like, you know, why don't you guys be smart so you don't get drinks poured on top of your ATM all the time? You know, this is a planned remodel and tuck it into an alcove, you know, in the wall, do a cutout, mm -hmm. you know, or build something and then put that. So the ATM can be surrounded and you don't have drinks poured on ATM. If I told you how many times I've had, I've, I've tried to think, try to think up a way to invent something you know, to put on top of the ATM, right? So somebody doesn't take a beer and pour it. But most of it, I think, is not some, because the tops are slanted. So if you put a beer on there, it's going to slide off, right? But so, but so I know that the people who are pouring beers on the ATM machine or drinks, they couldn't get cash out. So they probably just dump their drink on it. I got a call the other day, right? This client calls me up. Oh, Alan, this guy went to the ATM and he couldn't get any money out and blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, listen, calm down. Give me like 10 minutes. I'll call you back. So I log into the software. I go, look, I take a screenshot. Yeah, this guy went to the ATM like 12 times. The first three times it said incorrect pin, incorrect pin, incorrect pin. Then the next time the guy took out 200 200 200 the guy got 600 out then the guy kept going trying to get more money out so it said incorrect pin and then it said you know exceeded limit exceeded limit we don't decide how much money you can get out of the atm and it doesn't matter like that the guy sending a screenshot and he has eight grand in his bank account that's not how it works the average person can only get three to five hundred dollars a day from a non-bank ATM. That guy got 600, so he has a good limit. But, you know, if you want your limit increased, you got to talk to your bank. Right. That's like people go to Vegas, right? They go, oh, I need some money. So they go take their, they get all they can from the ATM, right? So maybe somebody a, has a big bank account, they call their bank, maybe they can get a couple grand out, right? But if you want more money, you're going to have to go to the teller at the casino and you pull in a cash advance on your credit card, you know, uh -huh. or they're doing like a point of sale transaction on your debit card, which they're really not supposed to do and giving you the cash. Right. So, but that's a, they could be doing, you know, you put in your pin number, it's a pin debit transaction. Oh, right. That's a point of sale transaction, not the same as an ATM transaction. So, just because there's money in the bank account, your bank has limits. We don't set those limits. You know, they have to do that. 
So, you know, that's, you know, one of the things that goes on at ATM. So then managed, how does the managed services work on the ATM? So these are for higher volume locations like hotels, nightclubs, adult clubs, um, airport, mall, busy, busy location, hotels, you know, very busy, a very, very busy convenience store, maybe, you know, in an area and the business does not want to deal with loading the ATM, maintaining the ATM, etc. So what we do is we put in the ATM machine. So we supply the ATM. We spy, supply a special lock. We use these special locks. There's a cop. There's a one called Kava lock, and there's another one called the S and G. And those are the locks that the armored car guys can open up. They have a little fob with them. And it's like a one-time, they get a code, like sent to their cell phone. They punch the code in and have to hold the fob up. And then the ATM will open. So nobody else can open the ATM. Wow. You know, locksmith sees those. They will not go near the ATM with those locks on them. Mm-hmm. So this, they're not going to, they'll get in trouble. So you know, they're not going to do that. Now we set up wireless communication for the RMS. So we're supplying the ATM, the money, the wireless, the the customer service for the RMS and any maintenance needed on the machine. So the machine breaks or something you happens. You set the Wi-Fi up? No, we, we don't we don't hook up to Wi-Fi. It's using three it's using four G, five G. Oh that's right, 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 right. Right. So it's using the wireless, you know, the wireless <laughs> cell towers. With, yeah, cell towers, Verizon, AT and T, Sprint, like that. You know, so which program will work for your business? You can set up a free consultation with us at NPSBank.com, or you can go directly to the ATM page, NPSATM.com. You can schedule a free consultation, schedule a phone call. You can go over what the needs are at your business and determine which program is going to work for you. Listen, a lot of businesses, I have a guy, he has a convenience store. It's really busy. He loads money in there every two or three days and the guy's doing like over a thousand transactions a month. So it's very profitable, you know, for the business, for the business. So it's a profitable, you know, it's a profitable endeavor to have, if you have enough foot traffic to have it in your business. And if you have access to capital, now a lot of businesses don't have access to capital and like with managed ATM services, it's safer, it's safer for you, for your business owner, safer for the business, safer for the employees, safer for the customers. You know, it's armored car coming in to load the ATM. So it's not like some guy just bringing in a bag of money and it's professional. And believe me, like sometimes they'll say, Oh, I didn't even see the guy. I'm like, dude, those guys are in and they're out. They're, that's all they do all day. They not they pop the lock, they they pop the lock on the machine. Boom! They put the money in, yeah. right? They're and and they're out the door. You know, they're programmed the machine. They're out the door. I mean, literally, you know, I've done it a bunch of times. I can be in and out of a place in like less than five minutes. Mm. So you know, and they don't come in and announce like, "Hey, I'm here," you know. <laughs> Because they don't Check want anybody out. to know, you know, and it's never on the same schedule at the same time or any of that. So check out B2B Vault. We're available on all the DSPs. Justin taught me that. And we're on YouTube. If you like videos, follow us on social media. Watch for our fun videos on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, 
on uh, Snapchat. No, not Snapchat. Uh, TikTok. Oh, yeah, TikTok. We're on the TikTok thing. We're trying out TikTok. What's the username for TikTok? B2B Vault. Everything's B2B Vault. That's where you want to find us. It's B2B Vault everywhere. We'll post some links down in the show notes this week of different how to find us. Shout out to sponsors. Yep. Shout out to Nationwide Payment Systems and NPS Bank, the Payment Advisory Board, NPS Printer, provides great printing, makes cool hats, T-shirts, backdrop, shirts, Justin's cool T-shirt. Yes. We're going to come out with another T-shirt soon after we think up a new design. So thank you for listening to B2B Vault today. Carpe diem. Seize the day. Everyone have a great day. We're out.